Welcome to Opinion Havers, a movie podcast for people with slutty eyebrows, like Cody. <laughs> I'm Tyler. Mm-hmm. And I'm Cody. The slutty eyebrow Cody. Slutty eyebrow Cody is what they called me. Cody, my, I asked, my wife's like, do you want me to do my eyebrows like that? I was like, I mean, it looks like you just drew two lines on her face. And then she tried to explain to me the eyebrows. Did your wife watch this movie with you? No, I'm jealous that your wife... I wish someone watched this movie with me. Um, she did watch like five minutes of the end. <laughs> Towards the end, she was very confused. She was like, what uh, is this? I'm like, don't even worry about it. So, no, she did not watch it with me. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about the eyebrows. Because I thought the same thing you did. And then later in the movie, there was a lady with the slutty eyebrow who was trying to draw it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I see what he was going for. <laughs> so, so it made sense later on in the movie. But at that time, I was like, this is amazing. I don't even know. Yes, whatever this is, whatever's happening. Cody, what did we watch? We watched Eight and a Half, the 1963 one from Italy, not the three other ones from different time periods. Eight, one, slash, two, but like the small one, not the big one. Like it's one slash two, but it's small. It's like superscript, a little smaller. 1963, that one. Eight and a, eight and a half. Cody, mm-hmm. what is this movie? Uh, this is a movie. <laughs> eight and a half is a movie about an Italian director who is, uh, it's time to direct a movie, and he has uh, basically forgotten <laughs> what he was supposed to direct a, the movie about, what the movie's about. And um, it just kind of goes from there, you know? It's a little surreal, it's a little saucy, and it's a little confusing. That's perfect. Uh, now I understand better the movie that we watched. Um, <laughs> do you, okay, do you want to start with the, your rant, or do you want me to start? That's why I need you to know right now. Well, I need you to tell me. Do you okay. want to run through the little the first impressions, or do you... Do you have first impressions without spoiling that? I don't Cody? even... Do you really? I'll just say this. I saw an IMDb, one of the reviews on IMDb said something like this, and it was like, I didn't really get it, but I really appreciate what it was trying to do. <laughs> That's like kind of <laughs> how I felt. I was like, okay, I, I could see how someone would like this movie. I don't know that I really... I don't know that it really hit me the way it was supposed to, but I... So I won't say it's a bad movie, but I also can't say that I like loved it, you know. So I'm I'm conflicted, I'm confused, much like a man who's trying to direct a movie that he doesn't know what it's about, you know. Yeah. How did you feel about it? I mean, I you know, as you know, Cody, because I'm I'm the host, you know, we've swapped here. As you know, yeah. I love the movie. It's it's a it's a bad movie. We all know. Because it's part of Tyler's trash. Yes. But, you know, I think it's got redeeming qualities. You know? Mm. Some people might disagree. You know? It may have poor reviews. But you know what? I think it's good. You know? You know? I can't tell you. I can't tell you how many movies. I have some fun facts for you later on. But it's on so many top movie lists. Where it's like, oh, no. Best movies of all time, number six. Best directed film of all time number seven best international film number three like it's on so many lists like that and um i will tell you there are several filmmakers who say this is their favorite movie so maybe i uh, think on that and i'll have you guess try to guess what they who they are but if you're ready i'm ready the question is are you ready for my rant because i'm geared up to go unless you would like to go for, look this is your movie this, you picked this you made this pick for us and if you would like to go first i would like to give you the honor of going first but also i'm so ready all right if you're ready i'll let i'll you know i'll let you go first i'm also i'm ready but you're ready all right so cody hold on now hold on get get in here get into this this mode of transportation whatever it may be maybe maybe get into this thing Let's 
Get on over to Spoiler Town. All right, let's get your slutty eyebrows out of here and over to Spoiler Town, USA, in downtown Italy. All right, so that you can spoil this movie. I'm ready to do it. All right, here I go. Tyler, I have never in my life felt more Italian, and I have you to thank for it. I feel like I understand Italy in a way that I never did before for several reasons. Number one, um, Italian, <laughs> here's the problem. When you speak two languages and they both are based in like Latin, then the, there's a problem because I can understand most romance languages when they're written out because I can see all the roots I know from Spanish and English combined and I can say, hey, I think I know what this sentence is saying, okay? It's a superpower I have that I'm sure a lot of other bilingual people have, especially when you're dealing with romance languages because they're all very related, okay? Now, here's what you did. You made me watch a movie with subtitles in Italian. So I saw it in English. I heard it in Italian. Then I thought of what the Spanish equivalent of that word would be connected with the English word, and that made this movie a nightmare for me <laughs> because, number one, they do a lot of talking. The subtitles move very quickly. Number two, my brain was trying to understand it reading in English, hearing it in Spanish, but it was actually Italian and bridging the gap. Number three, I couldn't watch any of this movie <laughs> because I was doing all of This movie was essentially like a trilingual homework assignment for me, and I hated it. <laughs> the whole time I was like, this is taking way too much brain power for like a Sunday afternoon. I couldn't, I was watching it. I was trying to, my language comprehension, it was too much. I took two naps during this movie, okay? Here's the problem. I had the heated blanket on. <laughs> I got sleepy. I was a little tired, okay? We have to, we go to church early, all right? We don't get to sleep in on Sunday anymore. Let me tell you, <laughs> I took two power naps during this movie, rewound, got back on the horse, Okay? I watched in two sittings, two different power naps also. This movie is a lot of homework, and I hated it, okay? This man out here, he's picking, what, you think, uh, what's that movie? Apocalypse Now made Flight of the Valkyries famous? No, this movie did first. There were several classic, uh, classic music pieces. I was like, oh my goodness, this man did it first. Good for him, all right? Italian is just Spanish. That's all you need to know. I learned some wonderful words from this movie. Number one, that's not a word. It's a sound. <laughs> it was a sound he made, but don't worry. They made subtitles for it. The sound was scoop. <laughs> and I don't know why there was a subtitle for it, but don't worry. There's also another sound, snarp. <laughs> they also said that sound and it was subtitled. So if you know what scoop or snarp means, they used it in several contexts. I do not understand what any of it means. The best word I've ever heard in Italian is plush. That's right, plush. Here's how they say it in the movie, peluche. <laughs> and it made me so happy. She has a plushy hat, and they're like, oh, peluche. And it was great. Best thing I've ever heard. Loved it. Um, I hated reading this movie. <laughs> it, was, it was so fast. They were talking so fast. There were some scenes that were a little slower, but there were some... But the ones that were slower were like super heady conversations. So I'm like, this is even worse somehow <laughs> because it's slower words, but it's making me think about stuff. You made me do homework today. It is the Lord's Day, and you have me doing homework in my favorite activity, which is watching movies. How dare you? Oh, man. Uh, slutty eyebrows, girl. She got those thin brows, those scary thin brows that it's like, I don't even know. Draw those on with the razor, all right? It was scary. Um, my, here, my, my favorite line in the movie, some guy's like, oh, I, have a, I have a few questions for you. And the director's like, okay, I'm so sorry. This guy's talking to me. He's like, all right, here's the problem we're having. And he walks away. He's like, I didn't have anything to say with you. I just didn't want to talk to that guy. <laughs> and it was my favorite thing that happened in the entire movie. He just shut this guy down. Was like, Hey, you talked to me really quick. Okay. Thank you for getting me out of that conversation. Our conversation's over now. So good. Um, there are French people in this movie, Italian people, American people. I hate Americans. Like, I don't hate Americans. When I watch foreign movies, it makes me hate Americans. Because I'm like, oh, no, everyone else hates us. <laughs> they all think we're loud and obnoxious and annoying and look at us. Ah, oh, it was awful. Okay? Hearing a French person speak Italian added a fourth dimension of this nightmare I had. Where I'm like, wait, she's speaking Italian with a French accent. I hated it. Tyler, why did you do this to me? Tyler, why don't you ever dance with me like that? You know when the old guy has the young mistress and he's dancing with her and they're all sweating and they're doing the thing? Why don't you ever hold me like that anymore, okay? Why don't you ever do a little little fake twist, you know, a little Italian twist move? Tyler, why don't you ever feed me cherries anymore, you know? 
why don't you ever pop fresh spring cherries into my mouth? That's what I thought. This movie made me realize that our love has died, okay? You don't take me dancing. You don't feed me cherries. You don't draw my eyebrows on anymore. I learned many Italian words, which does, scusi is the best one. We've all heard it, but it really cemented in for me. My favorite though, demanda. That means question. Demand? Question? What is that? I love it. I love languages, and I hated that I had to read this whole movie. Oh, Cody, I'm going to have to cut you off. You've been going, you know, you said a lot of hurtful things about this film, you know, and that's okay. We can move past that, Cody. It's fine. I need you to stop talking because it's my time now. It's my time down here, all right? Cody, here's the thing. This movie, it had a quiet opening, all right? This classic quiet opening where Tiffany, she turned, she cranked the volume up. And I was like, ooh, be careful now. And then she quickly turned it down just in time. Now, you ask yourself, did the opening make any sense? No. You probably don't even remember it. He's in a fake uh, garage underground, and then he's flying, and then they catch him, all right? Uh, that's all. That's all there is. Everybody's staring at him. There's people weirdly like... Everybody's looking at him, and then everybody in the bus, they just got their arms hanging out the window. They're not looking at him because their heads are above the window, all right? That's weird. It's weird for the sake of being weird. Oh, so Hollywood. This guy, he's out here being like, I'm Italian. I'm going to tell you what's wrong with Hollywood. It's like, you're what's wrong with Hollywood, Italian guy. Did they prescribe him holy water? Italy, get your, get yourself together, all right? It is the 60s at this point. You cannot prescribe holy water three times a day as an actual medical treatment. Everybody talks about the U.S. medical system. Our medical insurance system is a nightmare. Our medicine, the more I watch foreign films, the more I realize our medicine is literally centuries above the rest of the world, it seems like. Because everybody else is out there like... All right, so we're going to bust out the leech treatment, and I want to prescribe to you three humor uh, doses. And it's like, dude, it is 2013. You can't prescribe humors, all right? It says, give this man some Tylenol and give him a shot of penicillin. Do something other than holy water and smack in his back, all right? Get your life together, doctors. That's all I want to say, all right? You know, don't prescribe holy water. I understand you've got the Vatican... That does, that's no excuse, all right? Her, that lady, her eyes, they're too far apart. You know who I'm talking about. They're too far apart. They're, they are on separate continents, Cody. These eyes, they're, I wouldn't know, I would, it's like, I'll talk to these ladies, and I'm like, which eye do I look into? I can look, I could pick an eye and look dead into somebody with a very aggressive, lazy eye. But these ladies with the two wide eyes can't do it. It's too much. I got to look away. I got to look at, oh, what's that over there? It's nothing. I just don't want to look at your weird, wide-eyed face. All right? It's too far apart. All right? <clears throat> they talk about a bird in this movie, Cody. They're like, you hear that bird? And then Terry's over there with the recorder like, <laughs> it bird, it sounds... Sad, doesn't it? Let me listen. <laughs> yes, very sad bird. <laughs> Terry killing it. That's not a bird. And my wife's like, have you never heard of bird? I'm like, I understand there might be birds that he is saying, hear those birds? And they might sound like, that is not a bird. What we're hearing is not a bird. <laughs> what we're hearing is Terry with a recorder. All right, that's what we're hearing. All right, and he's trying to sound like a bird and he's killing it. All right, give Terry a raise. This is, Cody, let me learn you something big, all right? These Italians, they, they're they on a, you know, I said to you, Cody, I was like, recently I sent you a text and I said the entire, uh, all of Britain is basically just playing D&D &D or something, right? Isn't that what I said to you? What, I said something similar to that. It's like, uh, I said, oh, yeah, I know I said, I said, <laughs> I said the UK is like the D&D &D kid at school of the world, all right? And Italy is like the kid that wears the scarf, has the fake cigarettes, he's in theater class, but also everybody knows he plays D&D &D with the D&D &D kid, but he does. He acts like he doesn't. He's like, no, I'm above that. But he's out there rolling a wizard, all right? That's what he's doing. He's playing the nerdiest of the classes in the nerdy game, all right? That's what they're doing. They, they out here, they're saying they're prescribing holy water. They're doing weird stuff. They're hiring prostitutes that live in old World War II bunkers. They're, you know, 
What kind of world? What I'm saying is, what are they in a different planet, Cody? What is what is Italy? All right, that's what I want to know. Where are they? What are they doing? Does has someone checked on them recently? All right, last time nobody checked on them for a long time. Some bad stuff happened. All right, maybe somebody should go down there, take a look at them. All right, say like, hey, Italy, you doing all right? How you doing? All right, you know, do we need to get you anything? Do you need something? Do you need medicine? Do you need uh, prostitutes that don't live in old World War II bunkers, you know, what can we get you, all right, what can we do to help, also, they're, they're like, they, everybody, the weird English, Cody, the weird dropping of English, it was unsettling, to the max, oh, Tyler, I'm gonna have to, they cut you off right there, you know, I have a fun fact, let me just cut you off with a fun fact about this movie, talk about the bird, talk about the English, what you may not know about many Italian films is that they do not gather audio when they film. And so literally everything is foleyed in after the fact. Which is why sometimes in this guy's movies, they are their lips are out of sync. And it's why the spaghetti westerns are so weird. Um, some of the spaghetti westerns are like, everyone just speak whatever language you speak best and we'll translate them for whoever needs them translated. And it's weird. So this movie does that. So every, like it was, very jarring at the beginning of the movie. You're like, why is the audio so weird? By the end of the movie, I was like, this is just how life sounds. This is just normal. So, you know, there you go. It was very confusing when someone was speaking English. I'm like, wait, the subtitles love to. What are, the, what are they saying? I'm like, oh, no, wait, I speak that language, don't I? But then it was too late because they were gone. They were out of the scene. I'm like, no way. <laughs> I just missed something. There were so many things I missed in this movie because I was like, I, don't, I was reading too much. I didn't look or I was looking too much. I didn't read. My brain was thinking in Spanish and the words were in English. It was hard. Yeah. This they, is a hard movie. There were several, yeah. So there were several lines where I was I, just like, that's just gone. It's gone and I didn't get it and I'm not about to rewind. I, this movie was so long, Cody. Who picked this yeah. movie, all right? Some monster. It's two and a half oh, hours. Monster, man. It was a long... I I take, I think I, I've seen a lot of subtitled movies and I guess I just didn't even realize how many of them are Asian or Spanish. Because if they're Asian, it's like, I don't even know what anyone's saying, so it's fine, I'll just read the words. And if they're Spanish, it's like, well, this is fine, because I kind of know what they're saying, and the subtitles just help out with, like, the words I don't know. When it's a word like Italian that I can vaguely recognize words, and it's very distracting, it is hard. I didn't know subtitles were so hard till today. It's hard. It was a long one. I Two sittings, two naps. It was... I almost... The whole thing. I almost stopped halfway through just to take a break, but then I was like, no, I can't. And no, hearing that you stopped halfway through makes me feel better well, that I didn't stop, that I'm stronger <laughs> well, than you. I could have. Look, I could have done it. We just had things going on. I had people coming over to uh -huh, eat food, so, and yeah. I was like, I didn't start the movie in time, you know, to do it. I was supposed to do it yesterday, but then something else happened. It was a whole thing. I tried so hard to watch this movie, and I did it. It just cost me two naps. They weren't even like long naps. They were literally like five to six minute naps where I was like, I just gave up. I was like, I'm about to fall asleep because I'm warm and I'm reading. <laughs> that is sleepy time, okay? <laughs> that is how you make me fall asleep. And so that, and I just gave in. I was like, I'm just doing it, fall asleep. And then I'd be like, oh man, how much this movie did I miss? Oh, five, okay, none, <laughs> none of it. Five minutes only, all right. Yeah. I mean, you could have probably just kept going and you would have been fine. No, it's the principle of the thing. You know? I, <laughs> okay, let's talk about something else. Okay. Um, two very cliche things happened in this, phrases happened in this movie, and I was like, they, this movie happened before this was like a meme. Number one, someone in sincerity said, Mamma Mia. <laughs> An Italian person <laughs> said, Mamma Mia. I was like, whoa, we did it. Number two, an Italian person said, Sacre Bleu. Like, what are we doing here? I love this. It made me so happy to hear someone sincerely say Mamma Mia in a movie. It was great. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. Um, another yeah. one of my favorite gags from the movie is probably when he gets his wife to come see him and he's sleeping and she comes in she's like puts out one of the lights to not bug him whatever and they finally start arguing they're in bed they're arguing arguing going back and forth and then finally the scene it pans out and they're in separate beds across the room it's like i didn't even know i didn't even put it together that they weren't in the same bed it's brilliant it's excellent
There's some good there's some good bits. I don't think I realized this was supposed to be as funny as it was. Yeah. But I did get some of the funny bits. And the rest of it, I was just very confused and panic reading. So maybe that helped me not fully appreciate how funny it was. I was more confused. It I was like a I test. Was too confused. It was like, yeah. you know, like when you do in the SAT and it's like, all right, you have three hours. You have to read 20 pages of prompts and answer an essay on each one. And you're like reading. Like, oh, I have to read this fast. I have to comprehend it. It was like that the whole time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it definitely, like, I was confused and scared and worried. <laughs> so, that's my question. Okay, so did this come across as a comedy for you? No. Or was it just, like, a weird, surrealist dream? If it came across like Barton Fink, because it's a similar movie. It's right. another well, movie. I teased- okay, I get, no, I, okay, Cody, I gave you crap <laughs> last time about not, <laughs> about picking so many movies about movies about an artist like here's a writer trying to make a movie so we're gonna make a movie about trying to make a movie and i was like mm, i'm never gonna pick a movie like that you're just <laughs> garbage to do that and, and here we are what is this movie about not what i thought it's about a director making a movie and he's like i don't even know what the movie's supposed to be but he's that that everybody's like oh you you did it you wrote it but he didn't write it he's not the writer he's the director cody Hey, well, he's this also is actually a perfect time all the time. This, this is a perfect time for me to bring this up because the origin of this movie is as follows. <laughs> Bellini was well known to be looking for work. Um, uh, oh, sorry. He was well known for working without a stable finished screenplay. Okay. At one point during pre-production, he had completely forgot what his next work would have been about. Um, his original idea was completely gone. Right. So he's done this before where he's like, I scribbled some notes down. I think that's the next movie <clears throat> or whatever. So he was unable to communicate his next project to one of the producers. Okay. And so he's like, I think I should just abandon the movie. Right. And Fellini went to a birthday party of a camera operator. Right. And then during the celebration, during the party, he was like, I have a great idea. How about a movie? Um, would be about a film director who was going to direct a film, but he forgot what it was about. So I don't know. This like kind of happened to him once and then was like, you know what? This is a great idea. Let's roll with it. Let's do it. It's hard because there are movies about making movies that have just come out recently, but this one's like, oh, gee, this is the 60s. Like Hollywood was just exiting, you know, the silver era, whatever, you know? So it's like, is it cool? Did you do it when it was cool? now the new people doing it are lame? Yes. Yeah. Because that makes me better than you. Because I picked this movie. Right? <laughs> yeah, because you found the early, you found the hipster one about movie about making It's movie. black and white, Cody. And subtitled. <laughs> That's true. Uh, this movie did win the Oscar for Best Costumes and the Best Foreign Language Film was nominated for best director and uh, one or two other things so for writing i think was one of them um i thought it was interesting like everyone bugging him for a part you know it's like oh maybe she could be in the movie maybe i could be do you have a part for me what's my part about so yeah i i was, as, I was expecting that to mean something more but i think it was just supposed to be like a running gag that I yeah get. that it's just part of a director's life that I'm sure it's like everybody, all your friends, all your family, all their friends, all their family are like, Hey, can I get part in your movie? And then it just becomes like, you start to lose it and go insane and make a random guy dance for a part. And then tell him, (laughs) get out of here. That was his American dance. And if you went to America, you'd learn this dance. (laughs) It was like, was it a dance? I don't know. Who's to say? I mean, it's I have just a question like, for you. Oh, ask me a question. Well, ask it. What about okay? Let's. There's many vignettes. There's many scenes. You know, there's kind of like the running narrative, then it kind of splits off into little like fantasies or dream sequences, right? Right. Now, the one I understood the least was probably the lady running around on the beach with the little boys. Now, can you tell me about that and how that made you feel and what it meant, please? With the 
what that thing goes into the Catholic Church thing where it's, he's like all that stuff, right? Where they pay her to do the, was the the Roomba or whatever. The Roomba, yeah, yeah. So what was that? Would did he do that when he was a kid? I think so. I think the okay. the modern equivalent would be like finding a Playboy out in the woods, you know. Or I guess that's older <laughs> okay. now, but that would be like more but in Italy. Yeah, in Italy, but in, in Italy, the, it would have been like you had to find a lady 40. willing to a lady living in an old around. World War II bunker <laughs> on the beach. Cool. I so just, I think that was just like the his his sexual awakening, you know. <laughs> Speaking of sexual awakenings, I did very much enjoy the harem scene. Like of all of them, I feel like that one was like, oh, I get what this is, and this is hilarious. Yeah. So I appreciated that because it just all the women that have been in the movie, and it's like, I don't know, they're just all there for him, and he's loving it. And then like in the middle, it all goes terribly wrong. <laughs> it's like. A couple of them try to like revolt, and it's like a whole thing. This is great. Yeah, but he's got his whip. He's running around the bullwhip. He's great. He's, I thought he that, I thought that one like for me control. at least very much delivered. Oh, this is great. Yeah, I get this. And here's my thing. My thing is like, I guess for me, what they even talk about in the movie. One, this movie is way too meta because <laughs> at one point they're like. Towards the end, the one lady who's supposed to be like, oh, you'd be the lady in white who like inspires the guy, whatever. And she's like, well, I just don't think your character is very sympathetic. <laughs> like He seems like a dick. And I was like, that's how I felt the whole movie. So maybe yeah. if I like understood that was the underlying premise of the humor, maybe I would have enjoyed it more. I was so stressed. This whole- but yeah, so I, that was one thing I thought. I was like, this guy's a dick. So maybe that's why the harem scene played so well for me. I was like, yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's kind of like what it was, right? He was just like, he's always looking at other girls and stuff. And then he's like, his mistress comes. But he's almost like happy for a second that she, he when he thought she wasn't going to come. Yeah, he was like, yeah, it's better she didn't come. And she's like, hello. It's like, okay. yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, he's just kind of like a a womanizing guy but also then it shows like he's like was i don't know was he raised by the catholic church or is it just supposed to be like a boarding school he went to why do they wear capes yeah as a parents oh nobody in italy because they're superheroes obviously (laughs) everyone have capes everyone in italy just springs from a pot in a in like a boarding school run by the Catholic Church, uh-huh. and then they're thrust out into the world with some yeah, severe issues. leather shoes and their shorts. Yeah. Um, okay, can I ask you about the wine bath? Were they bathing in wine, or were they, like, doing the crushing the grapes to start the wine? They think they were bathing in wine. Okay, but that's not... <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, that's obviously like, silly. Because he talks about, uh, did you get some of the wine in your mouth? So it's definitely wine. In the but, thing. But that's not like a real thing. <laughs> this is this is the culture gap between like because if you told me that was a thing in Italy, I would believe you. I was even watching the sheet when they wrapped up, I was like, is it red stain or is it just water stain? But it's black and white, so I couldn't really tell. So <laughs> is giving children wine baths in Italy a thing? Because you didn't want to do it. So it's just This movie is a comedy or is it like a drama comedy? Like it's like funny but just supposed to be weird surreal like that's what i that's what i guess i'm missing you know I, well like there's help, one of the trivia facts was me. that the director had a note underneath the camera that this is supposed to be a comedy don't forget right that's what kind of threw me a little bit it says drama on imdb okay before you read did you read through all the fun facts already just a couple of them okay don't read anymore because i need you to guess who the in the fun facts, it states two different directors. This is their favorite movie. Can you guess who they are? I saw two David. Very Lynch. well-known directors. What? I saw David Lynch. You saw David Lynch. Uh, not surprising at all. David Lynch. Not a bit. The other one is also a director that I don't really like their movies in general. So David Lynch is one. It makes a hundred percent sense. David Lynch loves. Is Denis Denis Villeneuve? No, no, it's someone who I don't like their movies very much. Wes Anderson. How dare you, sir? Cohen Brothers. You're, you're trying to get a rise out of me, and I will fight you for the honor of uh, everyone you just mentioned. 
I'll give you one more guess. Um, I'll give you a hint. He's Italian American. James Cameron. Oh, great. <laughs> Martin Scorsese. Oh. Also says this is Martin, one of Martin Scorsese's favorite movies. So. They Okay, I'm putting this out there. They don't like this movie. They just think it makes them sound, you know? Cool. Like yeah. how I say Harold and Maude is my favorite movie? Yeah. Yeah. Just a power move. A hipster power move. It is. It it really is. You know, and we all know it. All right. I'm trying to find information on these wine baths. They're becoming very popular now. <laughs> there is no information. There is? Yeah. This is a thing? Don't tell oh, me yeah. This is a thing. It's a thing in Italy that you can go and soak yourself in wine. Okay, but we can all agree that does nothing, right? Like soaking yourself in alcohol isn't going to help nothing. These are the people that prescribed holy water to a sick man. They kept referencing yeah. that he was sick. but And then a lady got sick with a 104-degree fever, which, by the way, your brain starts melting at that point, just so you know. Uh-huh. Because she drank the mineral water from a public thing. I don't know what any of that means. What is it? You know, All right, what's the mineral, mineral water? Is just sparkling water, but it has some minerals added in, right? Like some zinc or I mean, sodium or something. I would say in the in the developed world, yes, but who knows in Italy? Mineral water. Here's what I found out, Cody. Because I've been we Tiffany and I we've been watching a lot so of shows. Geez. About like yeah. homes where they'll go to other countries a lot, and they'll go to like these are like the nicest homes in these other countries, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's just like is wildly different <laughs> than it is in the United States, where they're like, yes, and this is the bed we all share, and it's like a twin size bed for a family of thirty two, and it's like, what are you doing? Get, what have you seen? This is like an eight hundred okay. million dollar house. Have more beds. All their beds are on the floor too. And I'm like, I know you're not all sleeping on the floor. I've seen beds in other countries. You have <laughs> beds. You have a bed frame. They, I mean, in this movie, they have normal beds. Why are all the beds in these super high end houses on the floor, Cody? And they're not even beds. They're just like a pillow on the floor. Um, have you seen? It's not Portlandia, but it is Fred Armisen. Documentary now. No, I've seen, I've heard of There's it. There's an episode. But... So I was making fun of like Vice and like the drug documentaries and stuff like that. Um, it's called, what's the name of the company? It's something so stupid. I forget, but they go, they go to Mexico and they're like, <laughs> so they're in someone's house and they're talking about how like poor the conditions are or whatever. And he's like, look, the hallway is just like, not that big and then like a chicken runs by and is like i think their dog is a chicken like i think that chicken is their dog and then they're like do you see by the tv it's only a playstation one <laughs> like, like that's talking about how poor they're it's just uh, <laughs> their dog is a chicken <laughs> oh, it's a playstation one <laughs> drones that was the name of it drones yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Definitely check that one out. Oh, yeah. I'll Season check it one out. documentary now. It's Basically, they just take a, a well-known <laughs> a well-known documentary, and then they uh, do a sketch version of it. So nice. it's pretty great. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going <laughs> to well, pre-watch they, it tonight. They go to, well, they, they go to El Chapo. And they, they, like, make friends with El Chapo. There's, like, partying at his mansion. It's pretty great. Nice. Um, that's a good one. Season one documentary, I'm pretty great. Um, this movie, <laughs> I wanted to be delighted by this film. It's got like a 91 meta score, which is very rare. Like there aren't a lot of meta metacritics, sorry, meta metacritic that's that are above 90. So I, when I saw it, I was like, Tyler, look at you. You've become refined. You've become a fine gentleman. Um, and I doth my cap to thee. And then I watched it and was stressed the whole time, and I only got three of the bits. You know, it's a drama, though, right? I, I, it, 
Yeah. It's got... I think... It's universally acclaimed based on 23 critic reviews. Oh, well... Yeah. I liked... I felt like I liked the momentum in the second half pretty well. There were some good bits in the first half, and then I felt like the second half was going somewhere, and then it kind of lost me. And then the last five minutes, I was like, is this something? And then I was like, ah, no, not really. So I don't know, man. I don't know where I stand on it. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird movie that I don't think made more sense at the time, you know? Did it even, make more sense? And I guess that's the one producer or writer or critic guy is like kind of railing on his movie. And I think that's kind of the whole point, right? So he's like, there's no real purpose to it, you know? And it's like, just because it's not even, it's not even, you know, it's got the limitations of an avant-garde film, but without any of its benefits, you know, and I just case, case, you know, it's so like, I guess that's fun. Like that's supposed to be, it's so meta, bro. Like that's what you don't get. Like it's so meta. It's very meta. Their dog is a chicken. You know, that's what you don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm reading, I'm looking at some of these. Um, would you believe that IndieWire and Hollywood Reporter are two of the ones that uh, gave it the 100? And here's the thing, I'm reading just a little bit through some of these things, and I'm realizing most of these people don't know what the movie's about. They <laughs> probably didn't watch oh. it. Uh, a grim fable of modern man, a true art picture. That's what the Hollywood Reporter says. So James Powers, here's what I'm going to say. I don't think you watched the movie. I think you just <laughs> said, oh, this is uh, David Lynch's favorite movie. 100. Ah, uh, it's great. It's art. It, uh, it's so great. It's amazing. You know, I think that's what happened. <sighs> yeah. I don't think these people watch the movies. They yeah. never do. So we're saying. actually we're fools. We're trying to be movie critics out here, and we're watching the movies like idiots. What we need to do is read the other reviews, and uh, slap them into Microsoft Word and uh, swap out a few words. You know, that's what we yeah. need to be doing. Rearrange some sentences, swap out a few words. Boom, we got our review. Yeah, make it just that's how you different get them done quick. <clears throat> But I mean, so I mean, at the end of the day, though, what'd you think of it? You loved it, right? Like, it was all right. I kind, I liked bits of it, and I liked what it was trying to do. And I think, in retrospect, maybe I just missed some of it, you know, because of the panic reading I did. So I think maybe it was a good movie, but I don't know that I liked it that much. You know, I kind of liked it. I would say I kind of liked it. I was saying, and like there were some cool things. There were some cool effects, and there were some interesting where, like, oh, the bleeding of just like this is what's going on, and now we're kind of just doing the sequence, you know? Was fun at times or interesting at times, you know? For the time, for the time, sure. I don't know, man. I can't do it. I didn't. It didn't win me, you know. It didn't win you. What? What do you say about it? I mean, I think it's it suffers from the same thing that a lot of old movies do, where there's probably some of the stuff that at the time was groundbreaking and amazing and fantastic and really like changed the game. But the problem is, is like so many of those guys that not even the David Lynch or Martin Scorsese, but like others that say that they like it became famous filmmakers themselves and used the same stuff and kind of turned it in, like did it better because they newer technology and could refine what he'd done before. So, I mean, it's kind of like people when they watch, uh, was it Citizen Kane is a classic one where it's like everybody mm -hmm. who watches it nowadays is like, yeah, that movie sucks. It's the worst, but you can see, and, or like even when we watched the shining and I was like, I didn't really like this because I think modern movies have done it better. But if I'd mm-hmm. never seen any of those, this would be an amazing movie. It's like if you played Elden Ring now, and you were like, oh, that's what a good video game is like, cool. And then you went back and played, like, Tetris. You'd be like, well, this is fine, but, like, I'm not having nearly as good a time as if I played Elden Ring. You know, it's like, you I got go more. back to the old technology, you know? Yeah. I mean, but for real, though, I got more hours in Tetris than all the other games. So, what does that say? Are you a Tetris wizard? I mean, no, but I played it a lot. Oh. You know when you used uh, to be able okay. to buy those little handhelds? 
with the Tetris, yeah. and they'd be backlit, and they had a little flip-up, little whoop. I had one whoop. of those. Um, you know what I wonder? I wonder what? if it doesn't suffer from the subtitle thing, too. Like, if I was fluent in Italian, would I get all the inflections that would make this movie funnier, you know? Because that's a thing, too. Like, if you're reading subtitles, it's hard, and it's a language you don't know. It's like sometimes you miss some of the comedy in the delivery because you're just reading it. You know, reading the line instead of being, oh, I'm, I'm hearing the performance, you know? Yeah. But also you can see movies that have, have the subtitles that are funny. So isn't that, like, mean that that's on the well, the writers, directors? Is it, is it funny because of the writing or is it funny because of the performance? Because some people are just really funny performers. You know, like Kristen Wiig, amazing performer. She can take something that isn't that funny and perform it, like, hilariously, you know? So that's what I, you know, like I wouldn't fault that. I wouldn't fault the writing because it's like, no, you just you get a good performer to do it. So, I think there's a give and take there. Also, maybe if I knew it, <laughs> it was supposed to be very funny, you know, maybe I would have got it. Well, the fact that it's listed as a drama everywhere, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I feel like the artsiest thing, like, okay. Here, I have a scenario for you. And this is a very artsy-fartsy thing that I could see happening. I'm an artist, all right? I'm going to paint a giant circle, okay? I'm going to name it Red Circle, okay? Yeah. Well, hold on. What color is it? Do you think for one second it's a red circle? No. Then, okay, so if you were to describe the painting Red Circle... Here, I'll hold on now. Let me uh, give me give me one second. I will paint you my my masterpiece of red circle. Okay. All right. While you're doing that, I'm gonna do some of my favorite sound effects in the movie. Okay. Scoop. Snarp. Peluche. Mamma mia. Sacre bleu. Scoop. Snarp. Peluche. Demanda. I think I speak Italian now. Like, I'm pretty I sure you I do. do. Like, I really I'm thinking do. about it, and I'm pretty sure I know Italian. Hold on, I gotta save my masterpiece here. I'm gonna call it Red Snarp. So, Mamma Mia. Someone said Mamma Mia in a film. Not just Mamma Mia. That's but like Mamma Mia. If I want, that's like uh, like I Carumba, you know. I think I may have seen that once in a Spanish movie. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's just like an old-timey expression that has been memefied by modern society. But to see it in its purest form is art, you know? It's beautiful. Okay, I've put in our chat my painting titled Red Circle. There I go. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to behold it. (laughs) It's beautiful. I love it. Now, Cody, as the artist, I'm telling you, this is a red circle. Uh-huh. But how would you, as the critic, describe my painting? You know, I guess I would describe that it is a commentary upon, you know, what it means to make art today. Also, it's just a green square. Now, my question to you is, Cody, mm-hmm. I say this is a red circle. You say yeah. this is a green square. What is yes. the actual painting? It's the red. It's the green. It's a, it's a green square. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Fellini is that his name? I don't even remember. Yeah, Fellini. Fellini says this is a comedy, so it's a comedy, Cody. And how dare you say that it's a drama, IMDb? How well, dare like you say that it's... Hold on. They don't say what it is on uh, Wikipedia. It's like that painting that's a pipe and it says this is not a pipe. You know that one? No. If I had known that, I probably would have said that as my example. Let me send that to you real quick. Oh, yes, please. Please, yes, send it to me. 
I'm ready. I mean, My it's body in French, is ready. but I'll show you. Oh. I'll show you. Here, let me do this. I'm ready. Give it. Let me snap a little. Uh, it's uh, taking too long. Oh. Uh, we can talk about how, uh... Who's playing the penguin in, uh... Colin Farrell. It was a terrible decision. I'm looking at his makeup in this picture I sent you. You can tell the bottom of his face is makeup. No, it's and by a master makeup man. The top of it is not, because the bottom is gray and the top is skin colored. It's bad oh, makeup. No. All right, if you're going to... You did a great job. It's a, it's a scar. It's an artistic choice. And how dare you say otherwise? There's... There's the guy next to him. What's his name? You remembered his name. Last time. Harvey. It's not Harvey Keitel, because that's what I said, and I was wrong. But it's something like that. Yeah. I know. Here's the thing. I know if I just do the image Richard search, Kind? Is that his name? Richard Kind. Right? Yeah. All right. I just sent you that this is not a pipe. Okay. I'm going back over to Discord. Let us see pass in pipe. This is a pipe, right? That's what it says. Pipe. This is not a pipe. Well, they said that wrong, you know? It's not luck. Here's what you understand about art. It's not a pipe. It's okay. a painting of a pipe. Okay. Idiot. Okay. That guy got you, all right? That artist, he done got you, all right? You said, no, it is a pipe. No, it's not a pipe. And it's not is a pipe. It's a picture of a pipe. Idiot. He got you. That's the first. That's the lesson number one in the art world, bro. He got got. Hold on. Hold on. You're not even ready for this one here, Cody. You're not even ready for what I'm about to send you. Okay. Does this play well on an audio podcast? No. Yeah. But you know what? You We're think anyone it. has gotten this far in this recording? Absolutely not. They heard me saying scoop and snarp back and forth for 20 seconds, and they turned it off. There you go. I send it back to you. I fixed it. I fixed the painting. <laughs> it's just the painting of the pipe without the words. It, it is a pipe. Yeah. It's just the pipe. <laughs> I got rid of those pesky oh, words. Man. So my point is, I feel like if everybody that's watched this, even like the reviews that are talking about how amazing it is, are talking about how great it is as a drama, <laughs> then it can't be a great comedy. Like that's got that needs to be that should be the worst comedy ever. If everybody's like, oh, what a great, what a great dramatic take on the, on the modern man. It's like, but it's supposed to be funny. Oh, then you failed horribly, right? I don't know, man. It's like I have no words. Here's my question to you: What else do we? What else is there to say? Because I'm nothing. There. I mean, we need to rate it. We got to give it a number. This is the most reading I've ever done on a Sunday in my life. Thank you. You know, thanks for doing. Obviously, you're not Catholic, Cody. (laughs) Um, If you want my rating, I'm torn. I'm conflicted just like I should be, I would give this. Don't be a coward, Cody. It's hard because part of me is like I should rate it like a half grade higher because of its reputation. And I don't think that's how this works, you know? I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to rate it from my heart, from deep within my bowels, and I'm going to summon up a rating, and I'm going to do it right now. Okay. Eight and a half from me gets a C. Wow. So what you've told me now is that you're a coward and you won't give it the low rating you wanted to give it. All right. They were in different beds. You did a little dance. I'll give it a C plus. Coward. Wow. I mean, I liked it more than hers, so, you know. How dare you? How dare you like this movie more than her? I want a divorce. <laughs> you don't feed me cherries. You don't take me dancing. You don't do the twist with me. 
You don't like her. Well, if you would get me a handkerchief that I could dab my sweat with, then maybe I would. All right? That's all I'm saying. That's fair. But I mean, like, I feel like that's all there is to say about this film, Cody. It's Italian. I did not think that it was going to be all Italian subtitled when I picked it. But hey, there were three lines in English. And they weren't even all by like the they'd be like, this is an American. I'd be like, cool. He's probably going to talk in English. Nope. He talked in Italian and French. And then a Italian and then a different Italian person said something in English to him. No, yeah, no. And then That's how it went. The, he said something the... in English. Somebody translated. He said, oh, yeah, I understand. And then the Americans started talking in Italian. And then he said something back to him in English. And I was like, why is this dude thinking he needed to translate at all? Because apparently yeah. everybody speaks Italian, French, and English fluently. And they all choose. That's why this is an they just choose. They that's roll why this a dice. It's an every Italian time. fantasy. It's an Italian fantasy. That's why. And like, here, my favorite time when that happened was like, the one lady was like, "Hey, this is my secretary." And she's like, "Hi." And then Fellini, or you know, the guy representing Fellini or whatever, is like, "Can we talk to him in private?" He says that in Italian. Then the secretary, in English, says, "Okay, no problem. I'll go." <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you're just whatever. It's fine. We nailed it. And there were a couple times where like the English was spoken, where it's like five people are talking at once. And so, like, some side characters are saying some things that isn't the main dialogue, but it's still being said, so it's very distracting. Because, like, when you hear something in your mother tongue while you're trying to read in your mother tongue while other people are speaking a different language, it is so... I thought I was good at words. I, I really did. I was like, look, I'm getting a master's degree. I read. I can read words. I speak two languages. This movie broke me. You broke me. <laughs> and you keep finding new ways to break me. That's what I find impressive. Okay, every every month with your Tyler pick, it's something new, something else that breaks my brain. Now, I will tell you, Tiffany got very confused because she's like, wait, are they speaking Italian or French for the first little bit? And then I had to tell her, no, no, they're speaking Italian. And then shortly after I clarified to her while she was confused, there was a French person introduced speaking French. And I had to be like, <laughs> now she is speaking French. And then Tiffany was like, oh, that great. Same I thought I was going crazy. spoke Italian yeah. with a French accent. But yeah, exactly. Then right after I said that, she switched to Italian. And I was like, I just, and I there think were I've also, I don't know if you got this, but there were Americans speaking Italian in an American accent. And oh, that yeah. blew my mind. I was like, because I've heard that in Spanish. I've heard like the really bad gringo accent. And I was like, oh, it's even worse in Italian. I don't even speak Italian. It's hurt. It hurts, you know? <sighs> Tyler, do you want to take us home or do you want me to take us? Do you want to wrap it up? I mean, we got to roll the thing, you know? We got to we gotta do the thing, Cody. Oh, my goodness. I forgot. It's a Tyler pick. We could find, this, is, this is special. It's, it makes me happy whenever we get to do the thing. All right. Are you ready? Say it with yeah. me, Cody. Do, do the uh, thing. Thing. Let me tell you, there's so many great movies on my list, what? and the list just it? doesn't always give me the great ones. All right, that's the bad thing. This is a movie, tell me about it. Cody. This let me tell you before I tell you the movie. This movie's on here just for you. There's movies that I want you to see, and then there's movies that I want to subject you to. All right, and this is one that I want to subject you to, and I'm not ashamed to admit that. What is it? The Phantom. Oh gosh! Oh, wait. Is this uh, no? Jeff Goldblum <laughs> is the Jeff Goldblum superhero one. Is Jeff Goldblum in it? I mean, if you're gonna make me look this up, you know I'm my looking favorite it activity up. in the world is to look things up on IMDb. I'm looking it up. I can't remember if Jeff Goldblum. Isn't it amazing the dumb facts I know about? Um, oh no, Billy Zane. Yeah, it's Billy Zane. It's not Jeff Goldblum. Billy Zane. Crazy person. It is Billy Zane as a... Possibly a superhero. Wow. Okay. And if you'll remember... I mean, this movie was put on the list in a podcast because you were like, oh, I've never seen it. And I was like, how did you make it through the 90s without seeing The Phantom? All right? 
I was too busy watching Mortal Kombat and Small Soldiers on a loop, dude. I mean, with the occasional jingle all the way thrown in there. All right, those were the three movies that I spent the '90s with. Okay, this is right there with them. Difference being, this came out in 1996, and a lot of those came out earlier. But it's a, uh, it's right there, Cody. It's right there. You know, The Phantom, Billy Zane in his prime, Cody. Prime Zane, the most prime jacked easy. you've ever seen, Billy. All right, this is a man. Well, that joined Hollywood with the name Billy. <laughs> Never forget that. All right? No matter what else you might say about him, Billy. The mummy himself. Wait. In the mummy? He's the mummy. <laughs> what do you mean he's in the mummy? He's the mummy. He's, he plays Imhotep. I don't fully understand. Um, here's the thing. I saw The Mummy several times because I was that age. Yes. But I saw it when I was so young, I didn't know who any of the actors were. So if you're telling me that Billy Zane is, in fact, in The Mummy, I'm about to lose it. Where is he? That's not him. That's not Billy Zane. Who is it? Arnaldo Vosloo. He's also in Blood Diamond and G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Why am I clicking away from this? I can just click on Billy Zane's beautiful, beautiful face. He's a South African man. Do you know who he looks like? He looks like the guy who plays uh, Imhotep in The Mummy. He does look like that. I thought... You need a point point of reference. (laughs) Here's what we need to do. We tried rebooting The Mummy with Tom Cruise, and that was a huge mistake. We need to base it around Billy Zane, all right? Reboot The Mummy... Brendan Fraser can come in and do a cameo. We got to do that. We got to get Billy Zane in there. And who else? It's uh, It'll probably be Chris Pratt, right? If you're going to replace who's the young Brendan Fraser, it's probably Chris Pratt. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So. Yeah. There you go. That's how we're going to do it. Uh, Yeah. Tyler, oh, my gosh. It is. Wanna, it's not long. Oh, man. Cody, I've been thinking. Sitting here. Yeah, you know, if you want to. I broke your childhood, didn't I? You broke it, Cody. You broke Billy Zane. He was in Titanic. You knew that already, but, you know, it's like, what's the only point? As far as I'm concerned, Billy Zane came in, did Titanic, had a cameo in Zoolander, and his career ended. How dare you, sir? Now you're telling me he was in a superhero movie called The Phantom? How dare you, sir? And he looks like the guy who plays the mummy? This man has 178 credits, Cody. And you're like, you only ever saw him in Titanic? Let me tell you, I've never seen Titanic, but I have seen Zoolander. 178 credits, Cody. Wow. That's well, at least gonna, five more than you have. All right. We're going to make it 176 that I haven't seen after you watch this one. Check two off the list. Zoolander, Phantom, pretty soon. So, so disappointed. All right. If you, what is it that you say? If you want to watch us, rate us, you don't watch rate us, us, rate us, listen. Rate us, yeah. On a, Opinion havers on all the podcast services. And use social media. Use social media. Tweet. Instagram. You can toot. Uh, you can say, Facebook. Say the handle. MySpace. Say the, say the handle. Add opinion havers. It's all the same. Just Google opinion havers. I, I have now coworkers do, that listen to this. <laughs> nice. Maybe. Probably not after this one. I got some family members to follow us on Insta, so they're going to see our uh, movie memes. I don't yes. make any sense. Go check out the movie memes. They're good. We work hard on them. Sometimes they're great. Like them all. Tweet at Cody. Tell him what you want us to watch. And until next time, watch movies and have opinions. Snarp. Yeah. Sclorp is that another one? Sculp. <laughs> they said it with the energy that I, are we sure those are but it's like I was like are they but words? Subti- but it just know. says sculp when he's subtitled. Right. They're obviously noises, but they're still subtitled, so But he said somebody's like Sculp and he turned like that was his nickname. Is that his nickname? But didn't he stomp his foot over that one when they said snarp? Maybe that's somebody said snarp. You're Italian. Can you tell us if this is a thing? Can you tweet us at Opinion Evers? 
tweet it also tweet us tells how when was the last time you were prescribed holy water <laughs> so that we can i feel like how many wine baths have you taken like we gotta call the esa or something on that you know you're thinking ESA, yeah, the European Space Agency. I don't know who to call in that what? instance. Who's gonna stop that? <laughs> oh. Call up the Pope, and be like, "Hey, do you know people are doing this?" <laughs> He'd probably put a stop to it. Oh yeah, first priority, easy. <laughs>